Is that one of the Rizzo and Gallo cannolis? Mm. I went to Rizzo and Gallo's um, earlier today, and I was it... just couldn't wait to get my mouth on this <laughs> yeah. creamy cannoli. Is it as creamy as the ad makes it sound? This is the chocolate, and it's really Ooh. creamy. Mm. And it's huge. This is only about half of it. So wow. Um, this is one of so Rizzo's. Nana has the chocolate recipe and Gallo's Nana has the vanilla. I got one of each. It's amazing. But it's not about the size. It's about how good it is. And it's good. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's more about the girth and the width, really, yeah. than anything else. Um, that I gotta, I have to commend those guys' entrepreneurial spirit. You know, they've been on the Yankees for like 72 hours. And they've already, they're already in business together, cranking out cannolis. Amazing. But that's, that's the thing about New York. You got to have that side hustle because the city's sure. so expensive, you know? Oh, yeah. Even if you're a major league baseball player. Yeah. Um, and yeah, uh, it's also cool to see two Italian Americans team up for something as cool as this. For sure. It's very, it's very throwbacky to like when ball players like sold insurance in the off season or were like plumbers, you know? yeah, <laughs> or like mm -hmm. alcoholics or whatever. You yeah, know, yeah. They had candy bars. They sold candy bars or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So I appreciate well. that. I think that's. I think it's. Uh, it's. It's good. Um. So that was cool to see, and, um, and it's. Yeah, I, I took the train all the way up to the Bronx. I'm staying in Brooklyn, right? This isn't my normal setup. So I'm uh, doing a little dog sitting and I'm in Carroll Gardens. A lot of Italians here too. Sure, the ones that haven't been forced out by the Jack Dailies of the world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't gonna say whose apartment I was in, but hey, cat's out of the bag. Um, but yeah, they're, they're dying off slowly. It's really... Um, yeah, it's very gentrified. I'm actually looking out the window at a famous movie star right now. Oh, yeah. What? Bobby Cannavale is walking by with Speaking his Speaking of <laughs> I swear to God, as I was looking out the window, I was like, is that? And yeah, that was him. So hey man, that's when you got the Jack Daly life. That's the kind of shit you just see out your yeah. window. And also for the listeners, you think we're joking about it. Hey, I'm not know? joking. He no, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, you think you're joking about the Italians in the neighborhood? Oh, yeah. And then, boom, there is Bobby, Bobby no. He's got to feel conflicted because he's like, he's part of the gentrifying class and he's forcing his own people out of the neighborhood. Um, yeah. But, but I feel like he gets a pass. Yeah. I'm giving he, him a pass. He gets a pass. Um, he looks, yeah. Jack, no yeah. pass. No pass for Jack. Um, but yeah, Bobby had a nice little man bun going. He's looking nice and tan. Nice. Yeah, he's getting his summer on. Yeah, hey, he yeah. Uh, he's from Union City, New Jersey, actually. Yes. I... So he's not a local boy coming back home. No. He's also ha uh, part Latino as well, I believe. I believe oh, is he? Uh, he is, I believe so. Okay. 
Um, very cool. Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is the son of Isabel and Salvatore, Sal Cannavale. His father is of Italian descent. His mother is Cuban and moved to the yes. United States in 1960. Cuba Libre, as they the, say. Two of the chillest combos of people possible. <laughs> <laughs> Known for being very laid back, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Very, yeah, very chill people. Um, so anyway, that's that's really, you know, what are the odds that the movie star of the block would walk by as right. I was talking, shouting we out Italian-Americans? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, otherwise, did you guys see uh, Limp Biscuit at Lollapalooza? Oh, of course. Yeah. Fred Durst looks like an English teacher now or something. <laughs> I thought he looks like a 70s, like, cop almost uh yeah, yeah i was about to say i saw the meme that i think someone kind of nailed he looks like an ex an outtake from the beastie boys sabotage video from back in the 90s <laughs> yeah, yeah, but see does. here's okay i i don't know why i got really fixated on this yesterday i think because i'm mentally ill um Who but <laughs> he uh didn't he like he was like balding yeah but he had that thick mane mm. um and i was like is it a wig is it hair hair growth like hair treatment plugs what do, you, what do we think plugs yeah that's that's interesting because if it is if it is a wig or plugs or some kind of treatment it seems like he tried to sort of mask it by going for the gray option that's you right. Know? And I think that's smart because no one's talking about this. Yes. And I think it's because, well, if it's fake, why would he go gray? Yes. It's like, it's actually pretty brilliant. If you want to go, like, because he's been a hat guy his right. whole career. Yeah, the original red hat. Mm -hmm. The Yankees red fitted. Yeah. yeah. And he came out and and the internet was abuzz with his new look and nobody's talking about how it's like, wait, didn't he not have hair um, or deeply receded hairline? Yeah, he and looks like Julian Assange now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's got that little handlebar mustache and, you know, I think it's, uh, I think it's smart. And it makes everyone forget that, because I watched that terrible Woodstock 99 documentary and that documentary sort of like tries to blame him for starting a riot. I know. But I learned that that's pretty dishonest because apparently like all the shit didn't go down until the next day. It was day. the next day. Like Rage Against the Machine and all these other bands were the yeah. ones playing. And the Red Hot Chili Peppers, I think, when all that went. And I hate Limp Bizkit. Like I hate new metal. I like, grew up yeah. listening to metal, but like I was always like, new metal sucks. Um or a band that names themselves after the act of ejaculating into a piece of bread. Um, not for me. It's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah. But they kind of came down hard on him on that Woodstock thing. And I, I thought not first, his fault. He didn't do it. Yeah, exactly. It, that's a lot to put at his feet. It's like, yeah, yeah okay, we can all agree Limp Bizkit kind of sucks, but like, uh, it's pretty shitty of you to make a documentary where it's like blaming assaults on a guy it's just like doing a show i don't know it's dumb i've heard that documentary is bad it's incredibly bad yeah it's so bad do not watch it okay the, the reason it's bad is it's got a lot of cultural critics as talking heads and anyone who bills themselves as a cultural critic is probably a moron yeah, mm -hmm. the, those are titles that uh, I'm always on the lookout. Like, cultural critic is bad. Like, anyone who's a, a humorist, mm, not going to be funny. Yeah. Uh, yep. And you don't want to listen to what they have to say. Yep. Um, so it's like those titles, yeah. you got to keep an eye out for for those. But yeah, you know, I'll defend Limp Biscuit on this one for sure. Um, yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. Just had to get that off my chest, you know? Yeah, I was... Another little pop culture thing before we dive into the world... The crazy world of sports. <laughs> uh, the our One of our commercials, the Long Island MMA made me think of it. Um, John claude Van Damme. I had put the story in a thing. Maybe, 
I'm just obsessed with 80s and 90s action movies. But Jean-Claude Van Damme still got it, apparently, because he was hanging out in Paris at, like, the dentist or something. And when he came out, he drew a crowd of people. And uh, everyone was so distracted by JCVD that there was a guy who was robbing a jewelry store next by, and no one noticed, and they got away because everyone was so obsessed with Jean-Claude Van Damme. Wow. I mean, he's... He's up there. It's like him and Gerard Depardieu are two of the most significant Frenchmen of the last four decades. He's not even French. He's from Belgium. Oh, Oh, that's right. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. Muscles from Brussels. Yeah. But I I, like, I don't, what would he have been like, unless he's doing the splits in between like a couple countertops or something or showing (laughs) off his buns, like he does in all his movies. I don't, I wouldn't have predicted him drawing that much of a crowd. (laughs) Yeah, he was in a uh, Super Bowl commercial like a year or two ago, right? He used to do Tostitos commercials like a couple of years ago. That's right. Get together already. <laughs> that great acting. Yeah, that great, great acting. And I mean, he was our former slash true president's favorite you know his favorite movie is blood sport and he has that, <laughs> that super cut he has that super cut where it's only the fighting scenes yeah i forget that fact the never... dialogue is too thick i guess for that shitty movie that i love it's, but like yeah that that was my favorite movie when i was like nine years old so <laughs> pretty awesome it's always good to remember that that fact about our former president and future president, maybe. Exactly. He's coming back. Unfortunately, it seems like it's work. <laughs> That's probably where we're heading. People are saying. People are saying. <laughs> um, yeah. Looking forward to that. But also, um, how about this freaking baseball trade deadline? A lot of action, huh? Before we get action. to that, the one thing I do want to talk about, well, maybe it's too heavy, but um yeah i'll get to that later the simone biles stuff because that was the biggest story the social media world is a buzz with that where morons of every stripe are going after each other <laughs> yeah i mean let's just get into that now we're already here you know what I yeah mean? i know i i but my um and we can have more fun at the end. yeah my general yeah. take on that is like i have no problem with um she, she's a grown-ass woman she can do whatever she wants and if she doesn't want to or she can't compete doesn't want to my my issue was more with um every reaction i saw online i was like why does everyone have to chime in with their reaction it's just annoying to me <laughs> it's like whether yeah. you fell on the side of like criticizing or like going out of your way to support what she's doing i was just like why do we have to hear from you? I don't. Yeah. That's why you shouldn't be online. Like I missed all of it. Cause it's like, I don't. I know. I like I, being I, online. I right? actually did just delete um, Instagram off my phone. And I was like, this is just annoying now. It's like, yeah. I mean that that's, that's everything now. And it, but the thing is like that annoying online discourse bleeds into the regular like media too. Yeah. And yeah, it's kind of everywhere now. It's like the the whole back and forth is, you know, I don't know. I feel like you're hearing about it. It's harder to avoid than it, it is. used to be. That's um, true. Yeah. Yeah. You can't escape it because if you watch any news broadcast, they're going to bring up probably like, oh, this person tweeted this about yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I don't want to see that. I don't yeah. care. Um, yeah. Yeah. It sucks. I, I agree. It sucks that like some, you know, she's going through her thing and everyone has to have an opinion about it rather than like, you know what? You're going through this because people won't shut the hell up about you. Yeah. Yeah. I know that that's the interesting part about it is like, you know, I I mean, it's, it's probably harder than ever to be a high profile athlete because there's so much negativity out there in social media. So it's so easy to be exposed to all the all the people who hate on you um so it's tough man it's tough um yeah i mean it it was yeah 
Yeah, we don't have to recap the whole thing because everyone knows by now. Yeah. 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 I will say this: the one hopefully good thing to come out of this, like to touch on what you just said, Jimmy, between her and Naomi Osaka, and then like there's like male swimmers that have come out and talk about how stressful and tough this has been and all that. Like, I don't know, maybe we listen to them and stop like just uh, giving hot takes on everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. uh, you know, cause it's like, and it's not just Olympians. I mean, it's, you know, there's NBA guys that have come out and been like, this sucks, man. Like you can't do anything without someone having something to say now. I know. And it's just yeah. like, you know, cause everyone's like, Oh, Michael Jordan, Michael Jordan. It's like, yeah, he didn't have to deal with this. I mean, I know he had a tough to go in public, but like players it's, now it's, have the public and the social media. Yeah. It's like, it's like, who cares? Like, let you know, the access is like, because yeah, I think if I were a pro athlete, I which, you know, I almost was, um, yeah, we all yeah, were, yeah, but we I were think all that, this close. And I think the healthy thing is just like, and it's hard to do. It's obviously hard. It's hard to do even as a regular person, but just like, just don't i would i would advise if i were uh if they wanted advice any athlete just like don't have social media or if you do just have it and let someone else handle it and you can yeah let your manager or agent do all that yeah yeah because it's not it can't it's not good for one's mental health to like be able to read what everyone's saying about you all the time yeah Um, it's just like yeah it would Ideally, people, the public would would look at these cases of people, high profile athletes getting negatively affected by this and, and learn something from it, but that's not going to happen. People are assholes. They're going to spew the same toxic shit that they always do. So it's, it's, it's like, you got to find a way to not let it affect you. Um, If there's anything we've learned these last few years is that we can't learn from the past. So, yeah. you know, it's like just, it's, yeah. uh, yeah, it, it's, it sucks. It sucks to have like your condition be politicized in either direction. Yeah. Cause I, I mean, I think that's the thing is like the discourse is annoying on both sides. Like, obviously, like Kevin said, she's a grown woman who, if she can't, doesn't do, want to do it or doesn't feel like she can perform, then that's yeah that's her choice it's her life whatever um but then yeah there's just like extremes on both sides where it's like it's just a thing that happened and we don't have to you don't have to take it to defend whatever particular worldview you have you know i don't know it's just like yeah you don't have to like admonish her and call her like a piece of shit and you also don't have to hail this decision as you're a hero it's like she did what she had to do and like that's all that you really need to know. <laughs> and it's a big story. And, and I understand that it's a big story. Cause like, yeah, she's like, it'd be like Michael Jordan dropping out of whatever, but then it's like, yeah, let her be like, she just wanted time off. So it's like, let's give her that. I mean, she's going to compete tonight, I guess I saw in like the balance beam, which is cool, but like, yeah, let's like, let her have her moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, We've broken yeah. her. Let's not make it worse. Well, I didn't do anything. I didn't even know who she was until like a week ago. So but that's because I don't really pay attention to the Olympics. So yeah. I think she'll be fine. She's she's been doing like Uber Eats commercials. She's already cashed in. Like I you know, I, I hope she's okay, but I'm not I'm not like to be honest, I do have a little bit of a hard time like feeling I understand it's the stress level is insane. Um, but it's also what you sign up for when you're competing on the highest level and you're a public figure. And it sucks that that's the world we live in now where you're under such scrutiny and there's so much toxic opinion coming your way. So I understand that that's tough, uh, but I'm sure she's going to be just fine in the long run, if I had to guess. Yeah, I mean, she has like the yips. I forget the name of it that they call it. The twisties. Yeah, so it's like... You know, and this is like her last Olympics. She's the last remaining member of the whole sexual assaults that Larry Nasser did. So it's like, you know, let's just not bring it up and make it worse for her. You know? yeah. <laughs> let's let her 
let's let her take care of herself and like do what she can and wants to do and like let's you know watch something else yeah i know and like let leave her be like you know let's it's 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 insane that we can't do that when people are like hey can i just get like because it's not just her like other people who've been like can you guys like leave me alone like i'm going through something and it's like no we needed to do interviews and we need to be in your face and it's like let's just respect these people a little bit and leave them alone (laughs) yeah i know yeah it's like when they're asking for it yeah it's it's tough it is tough i mean yeah you can but you can make the argument that like this person's making millions of dollars to do to play a game um and that's part of signing up for being being a public figure and being exposed I don't think Olympians make millions of dollars. Well, she's made, I mean, she's done so many endorsement deals since she, she went on her first gold medal run. She's done, she's definitely done well. And Naomi Osaka, I mean, she, you know, she's won tennis tournaments. She's a high profile sponsored tennis player. And then that's all I'll say. It's different. Yeah. 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 And I'm pretty, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but I know last year, watching college football games, whatever it was. I saw the Simone Biles commercial with the um, JVV guy from- um, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have another one. That aired like 10 billion times. Um, And I feel like she's done a lot of other endorsements too. So yeah, I mean, I I, I don't, you know, I, it's just, there's no, nothing has any nuance anymore. So it's like, I sympathize for her and I, and I, I agree that like she should be given the space, but it's, I don't know, the discourse is, is toxic. Yeah, no, so. for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I agree with you. Yeah, like you sign up for this, but then when you sign up for it and you're like, I can't handle it. Yeah, people shit all over. <laughs> it's like people shit on it. So it's like, and that's what we're saying the same thing. It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's like, just cut her some slack. Just like let them be. Yeah. We have, we can watch literally any movie we want at any time. Like, let's just. Yeah. Watch well, that I mean, instead, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's funny about it too. Is like <laughs> all, all the people who are posting about it, being pissed off and shitting all over her, are like, you don't. I guarantee you don't watch gymnastics. Don't give a shit about gymnastics or the Olympics. And now all of a sudden you have this like huge important opinion about it. Well, what yeah. we're really mad at is like Republican, you know, like those people are like, what they're really mad at is the right because they're like weaponizing her, using her that way, and then vice versa. So really, in the end, I feel like it has nothing to do with her. It's just like, yeah, people no, wanting to own each yeah. other online. Yeah, because I didn't see any of the negatives. I, I lots of people, because I guess more of the people I know fall on the left more often um and they were all praising her and like so it was a weird thing where i was seeing like all this response to this negative feedback but i wasn't seeing the negative feedback and i know it's there i know it, it happened I, um, yeah pierce morgan and a bunch of congress people like were <clears throat> calling her unpatriotic and a loser and all this other stuff and it's just like uh, everybody like, just just lighten the hell social, up. Get off social media. It's all bad. Just everyone. Yeah. Let's just destroy the internet. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. Yeah, I know. That. I hate it. And the I fucked up it. thing is everybody will have forgotten about this in like three days and we'll be on to some other new outrage cycle. Right. Some right. other well, actually yeah. will do something and then yeah. they'll be mad at that. And yeah. 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 It's, it's, it's a sick world. It could be hours until there's something new to be outraged about. <laughs> Um, but anyway, enough of that. Now let's get to the fun stuff. MLB trade deadline. How about that? <laughs> yeah. That was fun. There was a lot of good trades, right? Yeah. I, I feel like it was like one of the most active trade deadlines in a long time. The thing I didn't find fun about it are the Dodgers. Yeah. Yeah. Because how is that possible? Like, what it's the insane. hell? insane. <laughs> the Dodgers got. Trey Turner and Max Scherzer and Max for Scherzer. the Nationals for like nothing seemingly. Yeah, they gave up like a really good prospect. I think they're number one prospect, but I just still like with prospects, it's hard because it's like, yeah, you're getting two known commodities for a maybe. Yeah. 
Trey Turner yeah. is like maybe the best shortstop in baseball, or no, I guess best healthy one probably because Fernando Tatis is out for the year. I'm pretty sure. Even though Trey Turner is like on COVID right now, I think. Oh, okay. COVID yeah. IL or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, Scherzer's like arguably the best pitcher of the last right decade. They were almost going to get Kimbrel too. I know. I was like, <laughs> if they get Kimbrel, this is like, going to be stupid. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that the Dodgers and they got Danny Duffy. I forgot mm-hmm. about that from the yeah. Royals. So he's hurt right now, but he's had like one of the best starts to the season. So I mean, crazy. The rich get richer. Yeah. They do because, yeah, the Padres were talked about getting him, and then like that didn't happen. Talked about getting Scherzer, I think, and then I don't know. It's kind of wild how active that day was. It was, um, yeah, then we had Gallo and of course, uh, yeah, Rizzo, as we talked about, going to the Yanks up in the Bronx, where it was better. No, and yeah, I don't know. Trevor Story. Oh, yeah. We talked about it before, like how Trevor Story just didn't get traded and is like pissed off about it. Yeah, he um, wants out of Colorado and I don't blame him. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense why the, if you're rebuilding, why are you going to hang on to this guy? Like by the time your rebuild is complete, he'll be at the end of his career. Right. Yeah. And the longer you wait, like what if he gets hurt this year or he like doesn't do anything, his value goes down where right now you had pretty high value on him and a lot of people wanted a shortstop. So you could have done something, but nope, not the Rockies. The yeah. Rockies are just awful. They're front yeah. office. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. They really don't give their fans much to be happy about. Um, and, uh, but yeah, the Cubs just like completely broke up the band man yeah they, they blew up everybody. the team yeah chris bryant went to the giants mm-hmm. so it's like i don't know i think that kind of sucks like can you imagine if like your team won a world series and you still have that whole core group but it's just not working out so they just sold them all off i would, I would be pissed off oh yeah it's got to be upsetting it's kind of what the nationals just did a little bit too yeah i mean they've they've gotten you know rendon's gone and scherzer's now gone trey turner's yeah. gone yeah and they won their world series two years ago like right. what the hell yeah, yeah it's crazy juan wow. soto is all by his all on his own there now yeah because strasburg's always injured yeah yeah so uh and then yeah kimbrell's to the Sox, and then um and then our braves uh, made some moves, not as big a splash, but some decent moves. They got Adam Duvall like back, major league outfield now. Yeah, Eddie <laughs> yeah. Rosario. Um, they already got Jock Peterson and Rich Rodriguez from the Pirates, reliever. So, and they also just set a record. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um, they're they now have the longest stretch of not having a consecutive two consecutive wins or losses in a row ever. Yeah. Cause that's... they've one loss, one loss, one loss, every, every, uh, they lose every other game or win every other game. Uh, Sign of a good team. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty bad, man. Pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, and I forgot Javi Baez going to the yeah. Mets. So their middle infield is now two, uh, two dudes from Puerto Rico. What do they call them? Bor- Boricua? Boricua. That's Boricua. the Puerto Ricans that are here in the States. Okay. Poltorros are the ones that are in the on the island still. What is it? Poltorro. What does that mean? I have no idea. It's just a word. Their Spanish is gibberish to me. I don't know. <laughs> Well, there's no. I'm kidding. It's, like, it's 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 very much Spanglish. And, yeah, I was gonna say and, it's like a lot of English in there. Yeah, Caribbean Caribbean Spanish is very. I mean, Spanish across all countries in Central South America and the Caribbean is different. Different slang, sort of like think of the United States and how you have like your Southern twang and your Northeast and vice versa. But like across continents, same language. It all sounds different. But the Caribbean especially is. Uh, it's difficult to understand for the rest of us because it is a lot of Spanglish and kind of made up words that uh, we don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. These are there. Yeah. Well, so the Mets have to figure out what they're going to do with Jeff McNeil when, uh, when Lindor comes back. Yeah. Um, I was also, how does that, Javi Baez feel about like raccoons? Because if yeah, he pops I mean, up in the tunnel, you know. That's true. That's what's true. he going to do? Yeah. Good question. <laughs> um, yeah. Producer uh, Kyle here saying McNeil to third base or the corner outfield. Um, but doesn't JD Davis play third base? I don't I know. Think so. I don't know the Mets roster well enough, but I will say <laughs> producer Kyle says not very well. One interesting thing that happened with the Mets, aside from the trade um, deadline, was them not signing their first round pick, Kumar Rocker, out of Vanderbilt. They took him, I think, with the 10th overall pick didn't like his medical, his physical. Um, and so they didn't end up signing him, which whatever your opinion on that is, I, I don't really know the details of all that, but I will say it's kind of messed up in major league baseball. When you get drafted, if your team, the team that drafts you doesn't sign you, then you can't get, you have to wait a year. Yeah. And re you get redrafted, right? Yeah. You have to get redrafted. So this guy, through no fault of his own, because apparently the Mets didn't even make him a contract offer. They just didn't, whatever, they didn't like his physical. Mm -hmm. So now he's just got to, and I, I don't know if he can go back to Vanderbilt. I don't know, but he's just kind of shit out of luck for a year, which seems like a bad system. Is he related to John Rocker? <laughs> John's son, yeah. That's what I thought, okay. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. <laughs> Uh, it's yeah i think baseball has like the worst um relationship with like one of the worst in all of sports of like how they it's so confusing how they do contracts and arbitration and yeah um it doesn't really make sense and it's it's designed to like not pay young players very well so it's mm -hmm. like they they don't get their big money until later in their career if they make it that far and it's not really fair which is why um when the cba like the players union negotiates with the owners for their contracts next year there's probably going to be a strike because yeah just a bad system and even yeah. with what you said about like players not getting their money like right away or whatever they even on top of it all have that thing where they can keep you in the minors for a little bit longer so that like they can delay yeah. paying you, you know, and mm -hmm. they do that. They did that with Ronald Acuna. The Braves did. They do it with mm -hmm. like all the good young players. Yeah. Every team does it. It's, and it sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. And yeah. So um, this is just another stupid thing. Cause yeah, it's like, it should be like, we don't want to sign him. Then he should be able to sign somewhere else. Yeah, because I'm sure there'd be plenty of teams who'd be fine with whatever the physical was. But yeah, I mean, he was—he's been like a dominating pitcher at Vanderbilt, like the best baseball, one of the best baseball schools. He's yeah. very—he's an elite prospect. Yeah, yeah Vanderbilt's yeah. Vanderbilt's got the best track record with producing baseball players in the country. Right. Um, producer Kyle lets us know. I'm shocked. I he's not John Rocker's son. Mm. I don't know. I uh, apparently he's the son of an Eagles assistant coach named Tracy. Rocker. Well, we'll fact check that because I'm pretty sure yeah. it's his son. <laughs> I think um, Tracy. Sure. I think Tracy Rocker is John Rocker's wife. Yes. Yeah, gonna yeah. go with that. So, so agree to disagree. You yeah. know. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that, that's kind of like the trade deadline stuff, and then. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a crazy last couple months of the season. Um, we'll see if the Yanks can like turn their season around with these new guys. Uh, it's gonna be yeah. wild. Yeah, and even though the Braves are are, uh, you know, they're they're winning and losing, uh, alternating wins and losses, they're still in this race because the Mets aren't aren't exactly running away with this thing. Yeah, they so. left the door open. Yeah. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see 
um, how the NL East plays out. Cause of course the nationals are just depleted now. So they're, they're done. Um, the Phillies added some guys. So um, the filthy fills, the yeah. Titans. Yeah. It's uh, it really is like every, um, no one in the NL East is, uh, they're like trying to lose it is kind of what yeah. all the top three teams are doing. Yeah. Um, and then you got the brew crew that just took care of business. Looks like they're going to run away with the central and the West is going to be crazy in the NL because the giants are still up three games, but I don't know, man. I don't know how that Dodger with those additions, like how the, how the hell are they not going to just walk away with it? Yeah. Well, they've put a lot of pressure on themselves now. Like they're a super team now. So they kind of, they're, they've got to be the the prohibitive favorite to win the whole frigging thing at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Is there ever going to be a year where they're not signing huge deals and huge names? Cause like it was Mookie Betts before, you know, and, <clears throat> and adding, you know, Bauer, uh, which whatever, that didn't work out. <laughs> every year they add like these huge pieces to an already amazing team it's crazy well yeah once they got that new because remember they had that couple the mccourts that owned them and just like ran them into the ground yeah um so you know i forget who owns the dodgers now but they seem to be willing to spend an unlimited amount of money to make sure they're good I think it's a conglomerate because I think like Magic Johnson is part of it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. I can't. It's hard to imagine who could, you know, beat them in a playoff series. Mark Walter and Todd Bowley. Oh, yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the, the AL East. I think the Rays just swept the Red Sox. So now the Rays are in first place in the AL East. So the Red Sox might be – they could be, like, running out of steam a little bit. I mean, it's very early to say that, but they have overperformed in the first half of the season for yeah. what people expected. Well, yeah, I mean, with the way – with how aggressive the Yankees were adding those guys, they clearly think they can – climb back into this race in the NL East. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah. And then the last bit of news, again, this is a sensitive topic, but it's worth mentioning uh, that Marcelo Zuna's charges for the incident that happened back in May, I think, or June or whatever, uh, were just downgraded to misdemeanor from felony so I don't know. From what I read, it sounds like um, the prosecutors watched the body cam footage from the cops who were, responded to that incident, and it didn't uh, didn't match up with what they put in their police report. Is my understanding? Yeah, oh. it's it basically isn't a federal crime now, but it's still assault. Mm. Um, I don't think he's. he's not coming back uh to atlanta um also reading more about it it sounds like he and his wife's relationship is uh not good they don't uh, need to be together dysfunctional let's say yeah she was arrested for attacking him at one point as well and and it's been back and forth and it's just like, like there's maybe, some infidelity issues going on, perhaps. Maybe you shouldn't. Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I'll just. I don't want to tell anyone what to do. But if you and your you and your significant other are like assaulting each other, kind of constantly, like maybe don't be together. Yeah, yeah. Usually not a good sign. You know, I'm not That's... telling you what to do, but yeah, maybe not yeah. a good sign if you're fighting physically with your significant other all the time. Yeah, I think but that's fair. And I guess I read that by Georgia law, once the trial is over, the body cam footage will be made public, mm-hmm. which Jesus. is kind of wild. Yeah. yeah. Um, so crazy situation. I, I think you're probably right. Like 
I don't think regardless. it's back to Atlanta. Yeah. No, I, I don't think the Braves would be willing to like take the heat that would come with that. But I think there are there are several teams that have signed guys for similar after being convicted of similar stuff, including your New York Yankees and Houston Astros. So yeah. He'll probably play again. Um, I bet he ends up with the Dodgers. He'll pick him up for the playoffs or some crap like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but that's your baseball. Oh, that's your baseball. Um, yeah. And then. Yeah. Sorry. I was uh, reading real quick the Dodgers ownership. They're owned by the Guggenheim, Guggenheim Baseball Management. Mm. And uh, it was a consortium group formed to buy them for $2.15 billion in cash. Uh, it's a bunch of people. Mark Walter is this like businessman, Magic Johnson, Peter Goober. That's his real name. Peter Goober. Uh, Peter Goober. Peter Goober. Movie producer. The movie, the movie yeah. guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stan Caston. Um, sure. It's part of the group, former, you know, president of the Braves and Nationals. Yeah. Uh, investor Bobby Patton um, and executive Todd Bowley, who ran stuff at the Guggenheim Museum. And then Billy Jean King is also part of this group. Alan Smolinski, a ton of people. So it's like this big consortium that owns the Dodgers. That's crazy. That's why they have like endless money. Oh, because like all these people are throwing in and. Yeah. It's crazy that they can get on the same page because other teams have done that and it usually doesn't work very well. Yeah. Like the Our, Mets, the Mets did that for years. The Atlanta Hawks tried that and it was a nightmare for a long time. Yeah. The Braves are sort of doing that. Like, but it's just But they don't yeah. spend, so it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah. They, <laughs> There's they never just, any conflict because they don't like to spend anything. They just all agree yeah. that they're not gonna spend any money. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um they all just love blooper. That's the that's the problem. Yeah, worst mascot in sports. Blooper. They love a flesh-colored dumb dumbass to be the mascot. <laughs> so stupid. Also, it's a bad name. It's not even a cool name. You know what I mean? Like, because a blooper is like a mess up typically. I know you can have a bloop single, but when you talk about a blooper, it's like, oh, I messed yeah. this up. Yeah, and on top of it, he just looks like a, a crappy ripoff of the Philly fanatic. Yeah, you know, like a flesh colored. Yeah, try to be a little original, guys. Come on. Yeah, I, I know they're trying to avoid um, culturally insensitive mascots, which they've had in the past, and that is the correct decision. But it's like you got to be able to do better than that thing. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, and then. Uh, I see. Yeah, there's this big NBA trade. Speaking of super teams in Los Angeles, um, freaking Lakers got Russell Westbrook. That's right. Mm-hmm. But um, I, uh, I don't think it's going to be as good uh, for them because what they need is uh, shooters, and that's not what Russell Westbrook is. Oh, we got blooper in the uh, background oh, of Diego's video here yeah i have to say blooper does funny bits and the games like whoever the guy or gal is inside of blooper pretty funny but i mean look at that look at that horrible horrible mascot you're kissing blooper blooper doesn't have lips though i know it's hard (laughs) um but yeah, Russell Westbrook doesn't really solve the Lakers' problems because um, the Lakers don't have shooting, and that's not something Russell Westbrook's good at. Um, basically, the best uh, shooter, the best three-point shooter on the Lakers right now is LeBron James, which he's great, but uh, that's not going to get it done in today's NBA the way that uh, they want to play basketball. They needed a point guard. I get it. But you could have got after, you know, Kyle Lowry or other guys. Um, but, you know, we'll see. Maybe it works out. Maybe Russ can find a second wind out there and uh, and uh, and see what happens. But I don't know. Yeah. 
So now the Lakers have like over a hundred million dollars committed to like four players or something insane yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. And in basketball, we've seen like the, when you don't have a deep bench, you're not going to get too far when you have to rely on uh, just a couple guys to do everything. Yeah. Especially a 36 slash seven year old LeBron James. You know what I mean? Like I know he's superhuman, but at some point, yeah, it's gonna, you know, he got in, he's starting to get injured now. He used to never, um, and Anthony Davis, you can't trust. So he's always hurt. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And then I, I guess NBA free agency starts tonight. Is that, is that right? Or soon, right? Yeah, it's this week because the okay, draft yeah. just happened. We're not going to go over the draft. Um, I genuinely – I'm excited for what the Hawks got based on what I've read, but I genuinely don't know anything about – I didn't watch college basketball last season. I normally don't watch a ton of it, but especially last season, I couldn't bring myself to watch it. So, you know, it. Uh, I don't have a ton of uh, hot takes on it. Um so we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I like absorbed a little bit of NBA draft coverage. I didn't recognize a single name. I don't know anything about who's good and who's not. So I just hope Jalen green does well. He was drafted by the Rockets at number two um, because he didn't go to college. He chose to go straight to the G league. And I think that is the route. If I was an athlete or like a basketball player, if I had a son who was, I would do that rather than wasting your time at college. Um, yeah. Cause you're playing with grown men. You're playing with NBA talent immediately. You're getting a little bit of money. Uh, you're getting the lifestyle. You get to travel around and do that. So like, yeah, forget college, man. Yeah. Agreed. College basketball is, is kind of a farce at this point. Yeah, I mean, college sports are becoming sports yeah. in general at this point, but, but yeah, especially basketball. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Is that, but speaking of college sports, has there been any update on that SEC Super Conference? Yeah, additions? Oklahoma and Texas accepted the invites. And so it's official. 2025. It uh, it's gonna. I mean, I think they're. It's not official, official, but them accepting it. Um, is a big step speaking of oh, that's stupid but at least it's a couple years away i guess but um, now they gotta go to the big 12 and get even more hate from everyone for a couple years so i'm curious to see what that i mean i know recruits are still gonna want to go play there but i'm curious to be to see if anyone's like eh you know, I don't want to be part of the, the college version of the Houston Astros. I'll, uh, I'll go somewhere else instead. What about, um, this is a more important question. When are they going to release the, the new NCAA football video game? Mm. I believe that's slated for 2023. So we're still two years out for that one, unfortunately. That sucks because that's the best video game of all time. I agree. Um, yeah. I'm still yeah. curious and waiting to see what Dabo does. He said he was going to leave college if players were able to make money. <laughs> yeah. Is he going to? I want him to leave. You know, I'm, I'm guessing he's not going to follow through on that, on that promise, unfortunately, for everybody. Yeah. He's is he the most annoying person yeah like college athletics maybe he's pretty annoying yeah he's up there for sure i mean yeah college sports has a lot of annoying coaches yeah they do but yeah he's 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 got to be close to the top for sure bring your own guts man just got to bring your own guts (laughs) byog yeah, that's insane that he took that stance, but he's Clemson's paying him like nine million dollars. Exactly. Yeah. Like, what a freaking asshole. And like, I don't know. He, like, yeah, I don't think Cle- like producer Kyle positing Clemson joining the SEC. I don't think he's they're joining. I think they're gonna stay. The ACC's now because like that's a thing, right? So now the ACC and Big Ten are kind of quiet, and so that means they're working on something, and so it's like. 
they're probably bidding for Notre Dame right now. Notre yeah. Dame joining the ACC last year with COVID. I mean, like the fans were into it of Notre Dame. You know, they were like, it's cool yeah. to be in a conference and playing a conference championship. But that's like the big one out there right now. I think if you can grab them in the ACC, then you can lure another team um, away from the Big Ten or like a, a a smaller team to to join up. So it'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Plus, so I think stupid. it's it's so I think stupid it's gonna be how four, they do this. I think it's going to be four giant super conferences in the end Four like, and that's been the rumor four 16 team conferences. Cause then you have 64 teams and you can do like a super league kind of thing and a 16 team playoff. Um, and I think that's what it's going to end up being. And then the smaller schools that don't make it just, you're going to be division two or, or form your own little league the way it is now and, and mm-hmm. have the NIT for college football, basically, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah, it's 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 seems like there has to be a simpler way. To, I mean, what you just described, it's like okay, but it's just crazy how college football they're always like realigning and changing conferences, and mm-hmm. it's just uh, getting rid of Larry Culpepper. Like, what the hell? Yeah, that, that's unforgivable. That <laughs> really is. They call that the original sin in college mm-hmm. football. <laughs> Ice cold duck pepper hill. Yeah, so yeah, we still we have we've never gotten any answers on what happened to Larry. You no, know, that's we concerning. Just, we just interviewed his son, and then we never got a follow up, so we don't yeah. really know what happened. But yeah, I hope he's alive. I don't know. Yeah, well, maybe maybe we'll find out this fall. Yeah, <laughs> I hope so. But yeah, I don't know, man. College. Because I guess the other thing, it's like basketball, like none of the other sports bring any money, but like basketball conferences are going to be all crazy now too. Um, And there's talk of like the ACC trying to cash in on Notre Dame for football and then maybe like luring Kansas into the conference, even though they suck at football, but then you got Kansas, Duke, North Carolina and basketball. And that, uh, you know, makes it intriguing there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing with like college football for as corrupt and messed up as it is, it still serves the function as like a development, developmental league for the NFL. Right. Whereas like college basketball, that's just, it's like, no, that you get like Zion Williamson, you know, he didn't, he didn't need coach K's one semester of wisdom to become, to get ready for the NBA. You know, it's just like, because of the dumb one and done rule, these guys have to jump through this hoop, but it's not really necessary. Yeah. And like I said, they're finding ways around it now with like going yeah. to the G League, going to Europe. There was that one guy who interned at New Balance oh, yeah. for a year. And um, yeah, because like in basketball, you're not murdering your body at a young age. So you can play with grownups right away without dying. <laughs> Whereas like you can't go from high school. And yeah. go play against NFL caliber guys. You, your that physically would be bad. will be murdered. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. Uh, maybe I'll grow to like this super conference stuff, but uh, yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, it's 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 bad. Me no like either. Me me no likey. <laughs> Although I always have trouble even thinking about football this time of year because I'm like I'm still in summer mode and I don't like it when people remind me that summer will be over. I don't appreciate it. It's violence to me. Although I have to be honest with you, I was enjoying summer up until about a week ago. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like, I don't know, it's been so long since I've lived through an entire Georgia summer. And it's not as bad as I as I thought it was. Uh, but the last week it's been insanely humid mm. down here. It's, it's, it's hot. It is. I gotta, hot I gotta say, I, F. my hot take is I think summer's overrated. Um, summer is great when you're a kid. Cause you don't get, you don't have to go to school, but you have to go to Haskew or any ski. Haskew. There's no but, ski, but otherwise, it sucks because it's like I've only lived in insanely hot places 
And then it's like, oh, well, you can go to the beach. It's like, yeah, I can go to the beach during winter too. I just travel to a place that's warm and that it's not that bad. true, yeah. So I don't know. I just, I sweat a lot. I do too. So uh, I, it's nice to this, not sweat. I, I agree. I'm one of the sweatiest people around, but um, I think my summer, because it was really gross and hot, but the last few days it's been like perfect weather. Even for someone like me, I can like I've been walking all over this neighborhood and not sweating. So I'm in a sweet spot right now of mm -hmm. uh, summer weather and yeah, yeah. Because I'm but having the I'm having the best summer weather I've ever had in my life. Because summers in Buffalo, it's like mid 70s. You get like a few weeks of like in the 80s, a couple days sprinkle in the 90s here and there, but it's just like incredible. It's just like what fall is in Georgia, which is still warm, but you know, yeah, cools off at night. It's great. Sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. I mean, like whatever you like. I've always been more of a spring and an autumn man myself. Spring's my favorite. Autumn, I, I don't know. It's nice, but it's sad to me. Everything's dying. See, I, I like it because of college football. And Halloween. I get that in the fall. So I like both. Those it things. reminds me of my mortality too. And much. my birthday. So well, I, I like I like autumn down here. Autumn in New York is depressing to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. Because you're like because A it in it feels like it doesn't actually exist. Well, that's true. It'll because. be like hot. It'll <laughs> yeah, be insanely true. hot. And then like two weeks later it'll start to feel cold and you'll be like, wait, there was no in between. Yeah, and then all of a sudden the sun starts going down at four fifteen, and you're oh That's, yeah, yeah. It, and and it's like I start thinking about oh fuck, I'm about to have to live through winter again. Yeah, and us southern boys, we don't like you winter too much. At least I don't. Yeah, well, like that's when we moved back down here last September. It was like oh, it's like oh yeah, autumn. Like it's still it's still warm down here, but it, it's a much more. You get like a real autumn that you don't really yeah. get in New York City. So that's nice. Yeah, I don't know. I, I've gotten used to winter once I left the South. Doesn't bother me that much, but hey. It's, it's you know, every to each their own. Yeah. I'm not pushing it on anyone. I'm not no, like, no. wrong. I get it. I can handle it, but it, yeah, my mental health usually yeah, suffers. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I hear you. I, I understand that. And that's, and you have to support I do you have to stand me. <laughs> I do. Um, but anyway, that's that's our new segment, Seasons Talk. Yeah. Yeah. Next week, we'll talk about uh, other seasons a little bit more. Yeah. Or other aspects of the season. There's always lots to talk about when it comes to seasons. <laughs> like leaves. Are they better green, yellow, or brown? I don't know. We'll talk I've, about it next week, maybe. Everybody's got an opinion. Rain, is it better frozen or wet? We'll talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to feed this corgi. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's fun. Oh, yeah, that's right. You got, uh, you got pup duty. He's a uh, corgi's not very active. <laughs> they do a lot um they're kind of divas too a little bit right he's got a little diva in him oh yeah <laughs> definitely got some diva in him <laughs> like if you try to go in a direction on a walk that he doesn't want to go in he's not he'll just stop and stare at you like what do you think you're doing <laughs> is that the corgi or is that uh enemy of the show not training him well uh it's probably <laughs> yeah. a little, little column a little column b <laughs> it's a good question very you good know, question you know it's uh, just just curious but yeah they don't uh i guess corgis don't really because yeah the walks i mean i guess when you have tiny little arms yeah walking it's is your favorite thing yeah yeah what was their like they have some sort of they were bred to do something right like they were bred dig up mushrooms or something no no that i think that was those are wiener dogs breed. yeah, yeah the, 
corgis surprisingly were cattle herding dogs in Wales. So interesting. Uh, they're kind of naturally herders, like that's Got what it. they like to chase. And I see. But they can, he does have like a pretty ferocious sounding growl, and he's mm-hmm. pretty territorial. So like um for such a little you know, wiener style dog. They they've got some huevos. Yeah, that's good. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Oh boy. Well, I think that's gonna wrap it up for another classic up. Listener, you got comprehensive coverage of all the sports that happened with factual oh, yeah. information. And congrats oh, yeah. to the U.S. for winning the Concacaf Gold Cup. Yeah, the U.S. men won the Gold Cup. They beat Mexico. Atlanta, Atlanta's own Miles Robinson scoring the game-winning goal. Nice. Um, tight, tight. Yeah, too bad Atlanta. He's coming back to an awful team in Major League Soccer. But we're going to we're going to You know, don't go play for the U.S. and maybe they won't be so bad. You know, that's selfish on your part. Yeah. Um, and on all the other players who are playing internationally right now in the Olympics or at the Gold Cup that haven't been on Atlanta United, but still. Um, but yeah, they won the Gold Cup. Congrats to them. And uh, once again, congrats to John and Tracy Rocker for their son being drafted. Um, sorry it didn't work out. <laughs> I hear nothing but great things about this kid, though. He's going to be fine. Maybe he'll get drafted next year. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. But uh, yeah, check out the Worldwide Sports Radio Network's website. Check out all the other shows. Download the app. Uh, Lots of fun information and and stuff going on there. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week. We'll talk more seasons. We'll uh, talk more whatever. You know what I mean? More Limp Biscuit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Sounds great. I can't wait. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you all then. Everyone have a wonderful week. And uh, see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Arrivederci. It's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.